the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Hello, everybody. This is the Sue Freeze Show, and I'm so thankful and humbled to be here. And I truly am. Uh, you know, it's been over nine and a half years, and I just, I'm amazed at that. Every time I think about that, I'm just thinking, wow, where did the time go? Number one. And number two is, I never thought. When I was growing up and, and going through what I was going through in life, we all have our stories, uh, you know, that I would be sitting here talking to you on this mic with Katie right across here. I, I just had no idea that what God had in store. And the same is true for you. No matter where you are in your life right now, you know, what age you are, where you are, what chapter you're in for your life, God has a purpose for your life. And the amazing thing is to be ready and willing because you are able because he created you so just being willing desiring to know what that is and and fulfilling his purpose for your life you were created for a specific purpose do you believe that so we're going to talk about that today and i'm going to be helped by rick warren because he did some thinking and studying and writing this down and when i saw this i went oh my gosh this is so perfect uh, I don't know if you know who Rick Warren is, but he's a pastor. He's so much more than that, uh, but he is a pastor and been put in a position of pastoring, and he has a very large church, and he does a lot of good, and he, he impacts quite a few people, and whenever he speaks and whenever he writes, I love to listen and and read so I can learn because we always need to be learning. Um, before I even get into that, though, I want to read. From this, I usually end with this, but I'm going to start with this because I opened up to this page when I got here after I put my papers up on this little helpful tool. Uh, I opened this up and put my little black marker here, and I thought, wow, how amazing is this? So here you go. And this is Jesus Calling, Enjoying Peace in His Presence, Sarah Young. And, and I always refer to this book, and it's so wonderful. So here we go. This is today's message. When some basic need is lacking, time, energy, money, consider yourself blessed. Your very lack is an opportunity to latch onto me in unashamed dependence. When you begin a day with inadequate resources, you must concentrate your efforts on the present moment. This is where you are meant to live, in the present. It is the place where I always await you. Awareness of your inadequacy is a rich blessing, training you to rely wholeheartedly on me. The truth is that self-sufficiency is a myth perpetuated by pride and temporary success. Health and wealth can disappear instantly, as can life itself. Rejoice in your 
insufficiency, knowing that my power is made perfect in your weakness. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds. James 1, 2. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And he has said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. When I read this, I feel like the Lord is speaking exactly to me. How about you? I am facing these things right now, and I am realizing personally that I'm inadequate and that I need to rely on him. And in that, there's strength and there's power. Now, I am just now, after all these years, realizing more than ever that there's so much truth. It is all true right here. It's a rich blessing in the sense to know that, you know what? I don't have to have all the answers. I have to put my faith and my trust in my Heavenly Father. And I need to rely on Him to give me the discernment, to give me what I need in order for me to fulfill His purpose for my life and your life is the same. There's freedom in that, isn't there? Oh, my goodness. You know, we can be so stubborn in our own our own being. We can be stubborn to think, oh, I got this, or, you know, I don't need to ask for help. And so many times that's exactly what God wants us to do is ask for help. We need to constantly be learning. And it actually is very fun. It's so much fun. And I have denied myself this. And I'm hoping that maybe someone, maybe it's you who hears this and you've been stubborn like me, that you're going to hear this and it's going to give you the access or the resource or the freedom to be able to reach out to those that can help you because God wants us to be together in this. He wants us to work together. We can't be the Lone Ranger out there doing so much more can get accomplished together. And I think that's the message that God wants us to hear. And he wants us to do that. And I'm sure he's smiling right now because you're listening and he'll smile more when you actually take action on this. Because I know he's smiling at me right now because I am hearing this and I am so on it. I am on it, laser focused, because that's what it takes. So finding your purpose. I talk about that a lot on this show. This is the Sue Free Show. And when I was, a long, long time ago, trying to decide what should I talk about on the show? And what am I going to call it? And how am I going to find more hours in the day so that I can accomplish this goal? The Sue Free Show is about the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Because those are the three items that I think that are so, those those subjects are so important to the fullness of our lives and what God wants out of us. And it takes pursuit, it takes passion, it takes understanding purpose, and it takes connection which is us working together. So there you go. In a nutshell, that's it. So where are you in this process? Ask yourself that and ask and pray for God to reveal to you. Search me and know me, oh God. If there's any evil way, pluck it out. Tell me what it is you want me to do. Open up my eyes. Give me the mind, the thought process. 
discernment. Yes, ask him. Ask and you shall receive, right? Love it. Most people struggle with three basic issues in life. This is from Rick Warren. The first is identity. Who am I? Have you ever asked yourself that? I can remember the first time I cried out to God and asked that. I was in my second story bedroom and I cried out to God saying, who am I and why am I here? Have you ever asked him that? The second is importance. Do I really matter? Do I matter? Do you matter? The answer is yes. And the third is impact. What is my purpose in life? Over the years, I've noticed that even many couples serving together in ministry often struggle with clarifying these issues. But the answers are found in understanding God's five reasons for creating you and putting you on earth. Do you believe that God created you for a specific purpose? I told my children that daily. And I was looking forward and excited about what God was going to do in their lives. And I was thankful that God chose me to be their mom. And I still am. I'm so blessed. Kind of gets me choked up. I love my kids. God's purpose for your life is far greater than your own personal fulfillment, your peace of mind, or even your happiness. It will last longer than your family, your ministry, or even your dreams and ambitions. To know why you were placed on this planet, you must begin with God. You were born by his purpose and for his purpose. Believe it, because that's the truth. The search for the purpose of life has puzzled people for thousands of years. That's because we typically begin at the wrong starting point, ourselves. We ask self-centered questions like, what do I want to do with my life? What are my goals, my ambitions, and my dreams for my future? Focusing on yourself will never reveal your life's purpose because the Bible says in Job 12.10, it is God who directs the lives of his creatures. Everyone's life is in his power. How then do you discover the purposes that you were created for? You only have two options. Your first option is speculation. This is what most people do. They conjecture, they guess, they theorize. Dr. Hugh Moorhead a professor of philosophy at Northeastern Illinois University once wrote to 250 of the best-known writers, philosophers, scientists, and intellectuals in the world, asking them, what is the meaning of life? He then published their responses in a book. Some offered their best guesses. Some admitted that they just made up a purpose for life. And others were honest enough to say they were clueless. In fact, a number of famous intellectuals asked Professor Moorhead to write back and tell them if he discovered the purpose of life. Fortunately, there is an alternative to speculation about the meaning and purpose of life. It's revelation. We can turn to what God has revealed about life in his word. The easiest way to discover the purpose of an invention is to ask the creator of it. The same is true for discovering your life's purpose. Ask who? Yep, you got it. God. You're listening to the Sue Free Show on KKLA 99.5 or K Praise in San Diego. Thank you for listening, San Diegans. And uh, the word 98.3 in Ventura. Thank you so much for listening. KUHL, Santa Maria, 
and there's more stations, but I don't know the call letters and numbers, so I'm just going to say there's more stations all up and down the coast. And with the Internet, you can listen to the Sue Freeze Show uh, anywhere. And also, if you go to Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word dot com, you can go there, click on any podcast, nine and a half years of them, click on it at your leisure whenever you like, and you can listen at your leisure. And I love that. I love that you can listen whenever you want and share it, would you? And connect with me. How do you do that? By going to Sue Freeze, spelled like friesmoreword.com. There's this little window that pops up, and it asks for your name, your email address, and anything that you want. If you want prayer, do you need resources, just whatever it is. Maybe you want to be part of the Ladies' Weekend Retreat that's coming up. If you do, just connect with me. Uh, maybe you're interested in the Hope Ranch, the uh, DSF Disciples Set Free uh, place where you can live with your children and uh, start out fresh and new. If you want that, connect with me. I already have one mother and two children, and we're working out the details. Also, we're having a work weekend. If you'd like to join in, um, it's in the Temecula area. So if you are wanting to just help, if you feel this tug on your heart right now, and you just have a weekend free or even a day free, it's not that far, uh, you can come and join us. And there's plenty to do. Boy, bring your paintbrush, bring your rake, there's plenty to do, so just come or your hammer. <laughs> we have plenty of things to do, so uh, come join us and have some fun. I'll feed you, I promise. I'll feed you. I'll give you water and food, and we'll have a fun time. Anyway, so thank you so much for tuning in there and joining in. So God has not left us in the dark to wonder and guess. He has clearly revealed his five purposes for our lives through the Bible. It's our owner's manual explaining why we are alive, how life works, what to avoid, and what to expect in the future. It has all that in there, believe it or not. It explains what no self-help or philosophy book could know. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 2, 7, God's wisdom goes deep into the interior of his purposes. It's not the latest message, but more like the oldest. What God determined as the way to bring out his best in us. God is not just the starting point of your life. He is the source of it. To discover your purpose in life, you must turn to God's word, not the world's wisdom. You must build your life on eternal truths. Ephesians 1.11 says, it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eyes on us, had designs on us for glorious living part of the overall purpose, he's working out in everything and everyone. This verse gives three insights into your purpose. You discover your identity and purpose through your relationship with Jesus Christ. God was thinking of you long before you ever thought about him. He planned your life before you existed without your input. You may choose your career, your spouse, your hobbies, and many other parts of your life, but you don't get to choose your purpose. The purpose of your life fits into a much larger cosmic purpose that God has designed for eternity. You know, that is so true. And when I was younger and going through so many things, I didn't understand. I didn't understand why. I didn't understand what. And now when I look back over my life and I read this, it's so apparent to me of his plan. And is he done with me? No, thank God. He's not done with me and he's not done with you yet. And that's, that's good news. It's a journey. 
and we're in this journey and we need to understand it's it's not life or death but yet it could be so we need to take that seriously but enjoy every step along the way so there's this peace and this anxious for nothing spirit but the determination to fulfill the purpose so it's like two sides isn't it there's this calm and there's this peace but there's also this life with abundance and the desires of your heart and and living for God it's all together wow it's incredible isn't it and when you look and you you think about your timeline and you think about your story just think about it write it out i've written a couple books and i can tell you that one of the best exercises i could ever do to understand the healing process for me was writing out my timeline and realizing that the critical moments in my life, the hardest, the darkest times of my life, were where I was developing the most. And those times, I can, I can understand exactly where I was and what was going on. And now looking now of the light that was there, but I just didn't see it for a while. And now just understanding that he was preparing me for the next assignment and the next assignment. And that's what he does. I wouldn't be talking to you right now on this radio show if it wasn't for those things from my past that I had to endure and go through and I had to find the healing and God brought the right people into my life. And I'm telling you this not for my sake. I'm healed in Jesus name. I'm telling you because the same is there for you. And I don't know where you are in your life, but he does. He knows right where you are. And he wants you to have healing He wants you to have the abundance. He wants you to have what he created you for, that purpose. And you know, when you grab a hold of that, when you truly are true, you you just have that vision and you see it, nothing can stop you from fulfilling that purpose. And it's exciting. And it's so, I don't know, it just ignites you. People say, where do you get your energy? It's from here. It's from God. He's my battery. So hook up to him. Get, get revived, get energized. Forget the bunny. It's God. Yes. That was totally a Holy Spirit moment. And it's exciting. I'm all excited now. Man, I was feeling beat up before I got here, but now I'm feeling like revived. So it's really great. So life's five greatest questions. What will be the center of my life? We can focus on the little things or we can focus on the big things. And we need to be clear on which ones are which. Whether it's in business, in our personal life, our spiritual life, we need to understand the difference because I'll tell you, when you're trying to accomplish a lot, you, you definitely have to understand where your focus needs to be. I have a friend. He's a dear friend. I've never met him in person. His name is Bill. I'm not going to give you his whole name, but he's emailing me every day and he listens to my podcast. I feel like he knows me more than I know myself right now because he listens and then he, he writes so beautifully and he emails me, and I look so forward to his email. So, Bill, I know you're going to hear this podcast, and I just want to say thank you, and I don't want to start crying. But you have been such a blessing to me in my time of need. I prayed for help and guidance and felt like I was on an island all by myself, going through things. And even though I know God's there and he is there, God uses people. And you are that, that one person right now that is really helping me. And I just thank you for your time because you don't need to spend your time, but you are. And I just thank you. And I'm so grateful. So there you go. So this, he, he reminds me like this, you know, what, what am I focused on? 
what, what am I centering my life around? And am I praying for my employees? Am I praying for my business? You know, and he keeps me focused. And sometimes I, I feel annoyed a little bit because I'm not doing everything he's saying. And it's so obvious and that I know I need to do it and I'm not doing it. And I'm like, why am I not doing it? I know you can relate, right? You can relate to what I'm saying right now. So all we have to do is don't get mad at me. I'm just the messenger. Just do something about it. Nothing happens without motion, but it starts with our head, moves to our heart, and then we have to do something with it. If we don't, then it's just words. We have to follow it up with what? Actions. This is the question of worship. Whom are you going to live for? What are you going to build your life around? You can center your life on your career, your family, a sport, a hobby, money, or many other activities. These can all be good things, but they don't belong at the center of your life. None is strong enough to hold you together when life starts breaking apart. You need an unshakable center. Amen to that. In Second Chronicles 14.4, King Asa told the people of Judah to center their lives in God. Actually, whatever is at the center of your life is your God. If you have committed your life to Christ, he moved into the center, but you must keep him there on a daily basis. How do you know when God is at the center of your life? When he's at the center, you worship. When he's not, you worry. Are you worrying or are you worshiping? Worry is the warning light that God has been shoved to the sideline of your life. The moment you put him back at the center where he belongs, you'll have peace again. Philippians 4, 7 says, a sense of God's wholeness will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. So here's the question. Which one is it? Are you worrying or are you worshiping? Wow, that's so good. Isn't that good? What will be the character of my life? This is the question of discipleship. What kind of person will you be? God is far more interested in what you are than what you do because you are going to take your character into eternity, not your career. That's what he means by what you do. Make a list of the character qualities you want to work on and develop in your life. You might begin with the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5, 23, or the Beatitudes of Jesus in Matthew 5, 3, 3 through 12. What will be the contribution of my life? Mm, there's a good one. This is the question of service. Knowing your combination of spiritual gifts, heart, abilities, personality, and experiences, your shape, what would be your best role and how can you make a difference? To be balanced, you need both a ministry to believers and a mission to unbelievers. You serve in both the church and the world. What will be your ministry in the body of Christ? While you're shaped to serve others, even Jesus didn't meet the needs of everyone while on earth. You must choose whom you can best help based on your shape. You need to ask whom do I have a desire to help most? Jesus said in John fifteen sixteen, I commissioned you to go out and to bear fruit, fruit that will last. Each of us bears different fruit. Do you know your fruit? Do you see fruit? Do you need to cut off the dead vines? These are really good questions. And you know what? We have to do that. We have to prune those we hang out with and ourselves. We will be back with more of the Sue Free Show right after this brief break.
Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother, Andy Cola, cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. As a special tribute to all the wonderful moms, now through the end of May, we are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. A little rain, a little sun, and a house made of wood. Your house. A termite's paradise. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the owner of E. Cola Termite Services. And Sue, E. Cola is California's leading termite and pest control company. This time of year, termites are looking for a home, and chances are they've already moved in to your home. Give them a little rain, a little sun, and they'll start swarming and nesting, raising kids, thousands of hungry kids. Ugh! E. Cola will get rid of those unwelcome house guests quickly by using effective and family-friendly methods like microwave, electric gun, and the E. Cola heat process that kills termites without the move-out hassle or embarrassment of tenning. I love that. Call us at 1-877-332-BUGS, 877-332-BUGS. New customers get $100 off. E. Cola. Powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Ask about E. Cola's lifetime renewable warranty. 1-877-332-BUGS. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, E. Cola Termite and Pest Control Services. Look, we are hiring. And if you are looking for a new career, we need you. We desperately need more people. We are growing. We have office in San Diego. We have one in Anaheim. We have one in Oxnard, Santa Maria, L.A., and Fontana. And we're opening up a new one in Murrieta. So if you want a career, we will help you. You have to have a clean driving record. Uh, we fingerprint you with the FBI. You've got to you know, not have a record and something. Because you're going into people's homes and you don't know these people and they don't know you, we just have to make sure that everybody is comfortable and safe. Right? We uh, offer alternative treatment uh, services. So um, it's really a niche and it's something that we're really good at and we've been doing it a long time. And so we really welcome you and we want you to be part of our family. So if you know somebody that's looking for a career, this is definitely a great career because you'll move up the ladder. We have positions in all areas. If you already have anything to do with pest control experience or licensing, we really, really, really want to talk to you because we need you and we need you now. Did I say San Diego? I think I did. Anyway, so yes, join the team. And Learning to Breathe is a book that was written. And if you want to know more about it, I can tell you about it later. I'm not going to tell you about it now. But it's about asthma. It's about my journey with my son, who's now 36. And he works with me. And he he loves what he does. Uh, He's been doing some videos. He's been watching these rats, this mother rat that we haven't been able to catch. And so we got a camera and we're watching him. And this mom is not doing things like normal, like we were taught. And uh, I think we're going to open up a whole new textbook on on rats nowadays versus before 
maybe they're on social media and they've got all all of the all of the answers now. I don't know, but she the mother had her little babies and was teaching her how to avoid those traps that are sitting right there in the attic. Pretty amazing, but we're going to catch we're going to catch her and we're going to we're going to take care of the the customer and the home and and so on. You know, they do chew. They chew electrical wiring, they chew water um, hosing and, and things like that, which can cause a fire and it can cause damage and, you know, uh, causes short, you know, all kinds of things. And they do things in your attic like go to the bathroom and then and then you turn on your air conditioner or your heater and then you're breathing that. And that um, is called a hentavirus and, and people can die from that. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to inform you that it's it's really serious. We also do insulation now. So if you need insulation, we can do that for you and save you on your energy bill and uh, get your indoor air quality how it should be you know you want to breathe good clean air you don't want to breathe rat stuff i don't think i know i don't so getting back to the message which is a wonderful message we were talking before the break about bearing good fruit right and we want to prune off if if we're not we need to understand what fruit we should be bearing and are we and the people that we're hanging out with you know are they helping promote that or are they causing you harm you know you need to cut off and prune those situations as much as possible Number four, what will be the communication of my life? This is the question of your mission in the world. God not only has a mission for your life, he has a unique life message that he wants to speak to the world through you. Believe it. That's pretty important, isn't it? Who needs to hear your unique story of faith? If you're a parent, part of your mission is to raise your children to know Christ, to help them understand his purposes for their lives, and to send them out on their mission in the world. Of course, our lives must support the message we communicate. Walk the walk, talk the talk. Before most unbelievers accept the Bible as credible, they want to know that we are credible. That's why the Bible says in Philippians 1.27, be sure that you live in a way that brings honor to the good news of Christ. Ask yourself that question. Are you? And if not, what do you need to change? And when? No better time. And right now, make the change. Ask the Lord to give you the strength and the courage to make those changes because you're going to feel a lot better about it. What will be the community of my life? This is the question of fellowship. How will you demonstrate your commitment to other believers in connection to the family of God? To which church family will you be joined as a functioning member? The more you mature, the more you'll love Christ's body and want to sacrifice for it. Ephesians 5.25 says, Christ loved the church and gave his life for it. What will God say? I once heard the suggestion that you develop your life purpose statement based on what you'd like other people to say about you at your funeral. Frankly, that's a bad plan. Huh, I've said that before because I've thought about that. You know, what would I want people to say about me on my funeral? So, okay, Rick Warren's saying that's a bad plan. At the end of your life, it isn't going to matter what other people say about you. The only thing that will matter is what God says about you. Okay, he's got me. That's so true. But you know what? How about both? How about being a good witness to those on earth and doing what God wants you to do? I think that's that's good too, right? I mean, I'm just saying. Anyway, so 1 Thessalonians 2.4 says, Our purpose is to please God, not people. If you're in business and you're doing things not the traditional way or you're doing things different, you are going to have people that might not appreciate it and might not like it. And, you know, there's just the jealousy thing that sometimes happens too. It's really sad. We have to please God. And if we're doing what God wants us to do, that's where our barometer needs to be. So I agree with that. One day God will review your answers to these life questions. Are you ready? 
Did you really put Jesus Christ, not your ministry, at the center of your life? Did you develop his character? Did you devote your life to serving others? Did you communicate his message and fulfill his mission? Did you really learn to love his family, the church? These are the only issues that will count. As Paul said in 2 Corinthians 10, 13, our goal is to measure up to God's plan for us. This is what purpose-driven living is all about. That's really good, isn't it? Rick Warren wrote the book, Purpose Driven Life. And it was the second, I I heard this today, it was the second uh, most books sold in the history of the world. And can you guess what would be number one? The Bible. So Rick Warren's Purpose Driven Life is the second book that's sold. I thought that was an incredible accomplishment. And, you know, um, if you're not following Rick Warren and you're not knowing who he is, look him up. We have this thing called Google now. So look him up. He's amazing. I've met him in person. I've heard him speak. And uh, he is walking the walk and he is living the life. Uh, He's got so many stories. He lost his son uh, a while ago. And, you know, we didn't hear much about the struggles that he was facing with his son when he was alive and even after his son's death. I mean, there wasn't a lot of discussion about it other than lessons learned and having empathy for others that might be struggling with the same situations. Um, You know, pretty amazing, pretty amazing. So I have another article, and I don't know if I'm going to get through it. I'd have to talk really fast, and everybody tells me I need to slow down on this show, and I just want to fit so much in because that's my nature. I am energized, and I... uh, I don't know. I like to ha- I have every moment. I want every moment to count. And I just don't want to I don't want to miss a moment, an opportunity. Um I feel like learning is so important more than ever. I'm hungry. I'm hungry to learn because I feel and maybe you're feeling this way too. Okay? So I'm just I'm just being real. Okay? People say that that's what they like about the show is that I'm real. And I am real. Uh I don't know any other way to be. <laughs> I don't. And what I'm facing right now is, is that I feel that everything that I've been able to experience and the Lord's allowed me to accomplish, that I've reached this level and I've, I've like hit, I've hit a wall. Actually, it's a ceiling. I've hit the ceiling. Okay. And I still am trying to move up, but I'm, I'm, I'm buttoned up against the ceiling and I've realized that the ceiling is me. I'm the ceiling. And my head and my belief system is the ceiling. So I signed up for Tony Robbins, and I'm going to be going to a Tony Robbins event because I feel like I need help um, to get to that next level and the next level for God. Not for me, but for God. And I feel like I'm in my way. I don't know if you can relate to that or not. But for me personally, I just feel like um, I always say that our words, our words define us and our words um, can expose our belief system. And I was talking to a coach and I was saying, I just can't seem to get the time. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. And guess what? What you say is what will happen or what is happening. And I don't have the time to get everything done I want to get done. And other people say, how do you get so much done? And I'm like, I I don't know. I just do it. But now I'm feeling like I've hit this ceiling to where I can't accomplish anymore. So it's my thinking and my belief system and my words. And it's also 
not being as resourceful as maybe I need to be because as you you uh, take on more, you have to delegate more. And delegation is not a bad thing. It's really not. It's allowing other people to fulfill their purpose in God's family to do their job. For instance, when I, um, before I took on Ecola and I had to pull myself out of the church ministry that I was involved in, one of the things that I did was we, we went through this course called uh, Spiritual Gifts 301, which happened after 101 and 201 and then 301 or 303 or whatever. And after they went through the course, they would come to me and we would together, along with taking a couple tests, decide what their God gifts were and how they could fit and where they should serve in the church. So um, spiritual gifts are important and knowing, you know, where where you're uh, you know, where God, it kind of, kind of tells you where God wants you because of what comes easier and where you are more passionate. So that's one thing that God kind of reveals to you is, is that I'm not going to go into this because I don't think I'll get done with it. So when you're looking at your spiritual uh, gifts or what your purpose is in life, sometimes if you look at what you're good at, uh, it's really a great thing. And so with me, with my business, I'm finding that I'm having to kind of ask questions to my employees to find out where their gifts are. And if I try to do their job, I'm stealing that joy from them. Instead of saying, you know what? You really love doing this. This is something you're good at. So guess what? I'm going to I'm going to hand this over to you. What do you think? And they'll go, "Oh my gosh, I cannot wait." You know, I'm I'm excited about accomplishing this goal. And I'm like, "Phew. That's one thing off of my plate." And that's a good thing. And and we need to learn how to do that. That's asking for help, but it's also letting others have the joy of doing what God has created them to do. So it's really a kind of a, a great circle. You're listening to the Sue Free Show. Sue Free, spell like fries, one word, dot com. And I want you to connect with me, would you? And how do you do that? You go to that website and you um, connect with me. Just put your name in there, put your email in there, and let me know what's going on. Do you need prayer? Do you need resources? Guess what? I need prayer and I need resources. So how about that? Uh, if you are interested in, in joining in and helping us uh, in the Temecula area, we would love to have you join us for a work weekend and help us. A paintbrush, a hammer, a rake, anything you have, anything that you can do and bring. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a work time, but it's going to be a fun time, and we can do it together as a community. We would love to have you join in. Um, just give me a, a holler by going to the Sue Free site and let me know that you're interested. And then we'll give you the what's up and the who and the where and all that stuff. And then we can um, work out the details. And I thank you in advance for wanting to help to get this house done. Um, this house I bought two years ago. Uh, it's a God dream. And it's so close. So close. And I cannot wait for this to get off my off my to-do list. I, I just want to get all those things checked off so that um, we can open the doors and we actually can fulfill the purpose that the house was created for. And um, I think that's really exciting. So, uh, wow. You know, I, I want to slow down a little bit because I was going at such a, a, a fast pace and let you know that some of you are struggling right now. Some of you are on top of the world, and I get that. And that's a wonderful place to be. But we all know that we don't always stay at the top of the world. You know, there's things that happen. We have ebb and flow. Uh, Rick Warren, actually, I've, I've said this before, and I thought it was so good because he said that our lives are like railroad tracks. 
and that there's two tracks, right? Think about the railroad tracks, the train tracks going down the road, and there's two tracks, right? And one of them is the highs and one of them are, are the lows. And, and sometimes in our lives, we're going through both of them. We have our highs and our lows at the same time. And, and that's pretty amazing, too. And what does God say during that time, you know, to mourn with the, the people that are mourning and, and laugh and, and uh, enjoy and, and uh, experience the joy of those that are, you know, joyful if, if someone's having a baby or getting married, you know, and then there's those that are lost a job or can't make their bills or um, lost their house or health issues. And we need to be there for both, don't we? And we go through those things. If you, would, if you have a story that you feel would be so encouraging and inspiring, and actually I'm more focused on transformation right now because our minds, our words, they're so strong that we need to, like I was saying, I don't have time. I can't get to it. I don't have time. And the, and the coach said, you keep saying that. And as long as you keep saying that, that's what's going to happen. And I went, oh, my goodness. I said, you know, I, I uh, let people know that all the time. I will correct people when they speak, and they'll say words like, I'm starving. And I'll say, you're not starving. You might be hungry, but you're not starving. There are people starving. That's not you. And, you know, I just I, I always correct people when I hear people say things that are not completely correct. And here I am saying, I don't have time. I can't get to it. I, I don't have time. And he goes, that's why you don't have time. It's because you're saying you don't have time. And I went, ow. And it's so true, isn't it? So you got to keep be mindful on the words you're speaking over yourself. And sometimes it's good to have other people around you and you can ask them, are there any words that you hear me saying that would be contrary to what it is I'm trying to accomplish here, what God's trying to accomplish in my life? And if that's true, those friends are the friends you want to keep close. Okay. The one that says, oh, no, you're fine. You're doing great. You know, uh, that's nice. But flattery is so empty. It's so shallow. Whereas I would rather any, any day of the week, even if it rubs me wrong, I would much rather have the truth spoken over me and those people I want to hold dear and near to my heart. So be aware of that. Be aware of your words. What are you speaking? Because that's what I'm doing right now is I'm focused on getting things done and not revisiting the same things over and over again because I feel stifled somehow. Get enough information to make the intelligent decision, but then make the decision. I have friends of mine that think things so much. They think, they think for so long they miss the opportunity that was there for them. And that's sad for me because I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're overthinking this. You know, sometimes you just have to jump. And, you know, so where are you on that, on that picture? Where are you? I don't know where you are. But God knows where you are. And I think if you give it just a little thought process, you're going to know where you are, too. So based on what was said here, and there was a lot said, the first one was, what will be the center of my life? Okay, so you could write that down. What will be the center of my life? Number two was, what will be the character of my life? Number three is, what will be the contribution of my life? I'm going to read them again. One, what will be the center of my life? Number two, what will be the character of my life? What will be the contribution of my life? Number four is, what will be the communication of my life, verbal and nonverbal, right? Number five, what will be the community of my life? And what will God say? What will God say about you? Well done, good and faithful servant. That's what we're striving for, I think. 
I know that's what I'm striving for. What will it be for you? So you discover your identity and purpose through your relationship with Jesus Christ. Do you know what your identity is? On my website, the Sue Free site, there is a, a tile, the second tile, where you can click on that. And you have to purchase that one. And it's the I am's. It's who you are through Christ. It's who he says you are. Because sometimes what we are speaking is contrary to what God would speak. And you might be allowing people around you to speak words that are not true. I personally had this in my life. Someone very close to me that would speak words that were untrue. And it it, it came, there was this line in the sand that happened after many hours and coaching and counseling and prayer to where I realized that those words were not truth. And I had to reach this point where I had to have the courage to say, I rebuke that. I don't receive that in Jesus name. And I would just close off my mind and not let those thoughts and those words penetrate into my head, my ears, my head, my heart, my soul. And this might be you right now. There might be somebody that's in your inner circle that is speaking words that are untrue and opposite of what God would say about you. And if you don't know what God is saying about you, you're not going to know that it's untrue because you don't know what truth is. So how do you get that? I'm going to give it to you. Are you ready? Go to Sue Free, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. Go there. And if you don't have the money to pay to have the second tile, which is where you speak your the words that God speaks, with your voice, because your brain hears your voice better than anyone else's voice. So it's a way of going to sleep, hearing God's spoken word into your life with your voice. And it's really great. And it causes transformation. It's, it's tried and true. It's proven. If you don't have the finances to do that, I don't know of many things more important, but if you don't have that, it's okay. You can go to, there's another tile where you can push, and it's called the, uh, the new IMs, and you can push that button, and you can have it printed. All you need is a printer, and you can have it printed, and it's three pages, and you can read those every morning and every night, and I recommend that you do that. And I believe that within 30 days of reading these every morning and every night, I know this because I did it. Every morning and every night, it will change your life forever. You will be transformed by the renewing of your mind by downloading the IMs. Just go to Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. Go there, download them, and read them. Put them by your bed stand. Put them in your bathroom. You know, wherever you have a little bit of time, you've got light, and maybe you need your glasses, just read them. Morning and night, okay? It should be the last thing that you're thinking about when you go to sleep. Close your eyes. You shouldn't have anything negative going on in your brain. So read these things before you like go to sleep. And first thing in the morning, before you put your feet on the ground, thank God for what you have. Thank God for your house, for your bed, for your feet, for your hands, for your eyes, your nose, mouth, for the people that you have around you that are healthy and, and loving and kind and, and so on. And for your job, if you have one, for the business that you have, your business owner, just for what has been provided. And ask the Lord to reveal to you your next step. You know, what, what is next, God? What do you want me to do today? 
Guide my steps, guide my mouth, guide my thoughts. Let my thoughts be your thoughts. Help me to be the light in the darkness. That's one I pray every day. I want to be the light in the darkness. I want to walk in the room and have people smile because I came in. I don't want to walk out and have people smile. I want people to, when I walk in, I smile. And you know what I'm saying here. Because there's some people in this world that people smile when they leave the room. I know. Chuckle, chuckle. Because you all have somebody in mind. And, and let's pray for those people. Okay, let's pray for those people because we don't know what they're going through. We have no idea what they're facing. And, and nine times out of ten, what I'm discovering is it's unforgiveness. Something's happened in their life, and they have not reached that point of, of forgiving. And, you know, the other person that we're not forgiving, they're not feeling the pain. We are held in bondage. This is one thing that I had to work through, and I'll tell you what, it wasn't an easy process for me. But it is a process well worth doing is laying it out, writing it out, doing what you have to do so that you can forgive. And I will tell you this, that forgiveness is, it's not easy to do. And it's a decision you make in your brain. It's a choice you make in your brain before your heart feels it. I hope you're catching what I'm saying now is that it starts in your head. You make a decision to forgive and then your heart will follow. God loves you with all his heart. He sent his son to die for you. Be a blessing to someone each and every day and ask him to reveal his purpose. God bless. Bye-bye. It's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli termite and pest control services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every other month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way. And their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 